And then I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Your blast will destroy the, the spiders that were on him still. No, wait. What? You just killed my familiar. Oh, yeah. No! The spider appears in front of Nora, draws a gape about to, to bite her when Potentious Firebolt from one side and Harold's Guiding Bolt from the other impact it. And it's just too much for this spider and it collapses dead. You know what I'm in the mood for? A pastry. It's been a rough day. You should head to the infirmary, Sonia. I... Yeah, let me take you, Sonia. All right, meet you there, Meredith. Yeah, I'll see you there. And now we continue. So we'll follow Harold and Potentia to Five Pies and a Pancake. Harold, Potentia and Nora to Five Pies and a Pancake. Uh, I would say the sun is setting by the time you're you're reaching Five Pies and a Pancake. And the evening crowd of people are coming in to collect pies and kind of late night meals. Maybe a few desserts for later on. Uh, there's a kind of a steady stream of people coming in. Not many people sitting, um, but the table service is still available. When you arrive, uh, you are greeted by the friendly face of the uh, waiter for the establishment. Hello, it's good to see you again. Table for three. Uh, yes, for now. That'll, that'll be fine. Thank you. Of course. Um, maybe just grab the the table over by the corner. Uh, I'll bring you some, some water to start with in, in your menus. Potentia's just like following behind, sort of not really engaging with whatever co- like conversation's going on at the moment. Mm-hmm. The three of you grab a seat and uh, Nora is looking around. You know... I walk past this place all the time, but I've never actually been in here. Really? How long have you been at the university, Nora? Sometimes it feels like it's been far too long. No, I just... I I usually kind of bring my own lunch, so I don't... I mean, I sometimes head over to the witch's brew for coffee, but otherwise I don't really buy stuff on campus that much. That's fair, I mean kind of all adds up rather quickly, doesn't it? If you eat out all the time, but I don't know. I, I find this place more of a, a treat, I suppose, uh, rather than, you know, like a, a regular meal destination per se. They they have, despite their name, Nora, uh, I must say, they're, they're actually famous for their specialty croissants rather than, in fact, they don't even have that many pancake options on the menu, come to think of it. Uh... I wonder if it's a seasonal thing, maybe. Maybe they have certain toppings that they can't get all the time. 
I'm not sure, to be honest. I wonder if they just sort of started the establishment, uh, you know, with uh, pancakes and that in mind. It's a good alliteration, uh, as you know. But I, I think um, the the chef here probably just maybe developed a, uh, a love of pastry along the way instead, perhaps. I mean, you know, pancakes aren't exactly uh, from what... I mean, I'm not a great cook, but from what I understand, they're... You know, they're rather simple, I suppose. Someone uh, might prefer the artistry of a, a good croissant, a bit more of a challenge, you know? Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's probably true. I I think there are different ways to make pancakes, but at that moment, the, the waiter comes over. Your menus and some water. Can I get you some drinks to start with? Uh, it was... And he, he clicks his fingers. It was a, a ginger... Ginger beer, was it, sir? Oh, yes, please. I, I'm in desperate need of one of those uh, after today. Um, in, in fact, Nora, do you partake in uh, in ginger beer? Sure. I'll, I'll have one as well. Um, and I just... Potential? Potential just sort of nods, like, in agreement. Yes, three ginger beers then, I, I think, to start us off. And um, if you have any specials on offer, I would... I'd love to hear about those too. Of course. Uh, we are currently, well, it's towards the end of the day, so some of our pastries are currently uh, on sale. We don't want them to go to waste, of course. Um, you know, I think I've... Aren't you friends with with Michael? Yes. Uh, yes, he's a delightful young man. Uh, we're very fond of him. Uh, he, he kind of leans in. If you're friends with Michael, let me see what I can do. Just give me a moment. And he, he like, glides his way through the, the crowd of people getting their, their pies for the night. Uh, and he returns shortly with a small selection of pastries that have been chopped up into thirds. Uh, don't tell anyone, but, you know, friends of Michael are always welcome here. Ah, well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And, um... Yes, if you see him, uh, tell him, uh, you know, it's about time we called up. I I don't think I've seen him since, uh, I don't know if you heard about the little uh, debacle at the the Mugby match the other day, but... Uh, well, actually, we haven't seen much of Michael these past few days. Um, I think he's been spending time with friends. Which, of course, is good, but it'd be nice if he stops by more. Just a slight smirk from Harold at that idea, I think. Yes, I'm sure he has. That's, uh, no, that's good for him. Let me, go, let me get your drinks. Um, and if you want to order anything else off the menu, let me know. Uh, as you can see, we're a little busy at the moment. People coming in, collecting their, their evening meals uh, before they go off to their late shifts or collecting desserts on their way home. Uh, don't don't hesitate to raise your hand. Otherwise, I'm just going to be over there serving. Great. Uh, I will just get those ginger beers for you. You'll head back off to the kitchen to grab you those drinks. Tell me, Nora, um, how long have you been working at the the library? You seem to be there all the time. I'm starting to wonder how you fit your studies in around it all. Well, I'm actually doing uh, library information studies as part of my my 
academic career. Ah, so you you uh, you want to be an archivist or something like that, perhaps? Something like that, yes. I, I have a, a fondness for books, and she like strokes the one that's attached to her her side, mm-hmm. like almost like unconsciously. Yeah, your hand just goes to it. I yeah, I definitely have a fondness for books and organizing things as well. Of course, as always. You know, I'm I'm one of those people that if I'm in a store and the the shelf is out of order, I can't help myself but fix it. Ah, uh, well, I won't uh, I won't show you my uh, my journal collection then. Uh, I think. Uh, how do you, how do you sort them? Well, it's more of a stack, you see, than it is uh, an assortment. So. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I, I feel like you might get a bit of anxiety from it, <laughs> all told. Well, I think maybe you and and Bonin may have some some common book stacking techniques. Yes, I'm sure he's very grateful for those uh, those suits of armor. Um, they're enchanted, I believe. Uh, yes, they are. They're quite useful. I when I was first introduced to the library i was told they were guardians and my experience with them has been that they are less than advertised when it comes to guarding the library yes i uh yes i i unfortunately i've i've, I've witnessed that myself yes uh it seems they're much better at guarding the library from people trying to steal books which i suppose has its uses but they're not really useful against bay spiders or mysterious tabaxi. I mean, I suppose one doesn't normally expect a library to come under attack, right? I mean, stealing books should be, in, I mean, and in my experience at least, like the most you have to worry about at a library. They're supposed to be sanctuaries of sort. Yes. Uh, well, there are definitely some libraries who have come under attack. Uh, information is a very powerful thing and sometimes people want that knowledge and sometimes people want that knowledge destroyed yes I'm coming to realize that over the past few weeks unfortunately but um, no it's good I, I I think it's important I I'm I'm not especially studious and it's but I, I would hate to see I would hate to see knowledge disappear, you know. I I really do believe in the power of sharing and keeping, you know, keeping knowledge accessible for everybody. I I hate this idea of, you know, that these uh, these old fuddy people keeping it in their ivory tower and you know, the common person just you know, having the world pass them by without ever knowing what kind of wonders might be in it because of some kind of elite idea of who deserves to know what and such. It's, uh, yes, I think I, I would love to see things like that change for the better. Hmm. A, a worthy ideal. There is some knowledge that maybe should be kept secret. Personal things, of course. And there are definitely some things in the world that could be dangerous if in the wrong hands. But for the most part, how would I, I agree. Uh, Michael's father comes over and delivers you those drinks. 
Uh, he notices that you haven't really touched mu much of the pastries. I recommend the ones with the cherries on top. Those are actually very good. Ah, oh, excellent. Uh, I do love do love cherries. Um, do you have anything slightly stronger than a, a ginger beer? We are a baking establishment. Uh, Even something like a sherry will do, I'm sure. Um, I, I'm sorry, but we don't carry liquor on the establishment, except for certain baking requirements. Um, no, I, I, we don't serve alcohol here, sir. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Nora gives you like a sly nod. Uh, you can roll an insight if you want, Harold. Yes, I like rolling insight. I have plus eight now. What? No, I don't. Hang on. That's a different character, but I will talk about I will talk about that uh, another. I do have plus seven, though, which is pretty good. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, man, I rolled a three. That's a ten, though, which I guess is like a 50%. Um, what's, uh, your, what's your, like... Sorry. My passive insight is 17, to be fair. Okay, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll take your pat. So you, you, will, you will get the impression that Nora... Uh, has something that something up her sleeve would if you fulfill will. your yeah mm. she, she has something that you don't need to continue your your questions about mm. alcohol all right i'll uh sort of side eye nora and uh ah well never mind it's just a uh, bit of a long day you know of course well i mean the the major solicitor is just uh, up the path of course um I would say that they are they're late they're snacks, I would call them. Mm -hmm. Are not as perhaps as enjoyable as the, the meals we serve here. That's a polite but way of putting of course, it. <laughs> it's definitely pub food. Uh which I'm sure in some pubs has its merits, but maybe not the major solicitor. Well, it depends how many rounds at happy hour I've undertaken, I think my opinion may change. Uh no, that that's fine. You know, it's okay. It was just a, a passing thought. Don't worry too much about it. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to these this uh, the cherry uh, croissant though. I, uh, you know, cherries are only in season for such a short amount of time, and uh, I, I I really uh, you know one must enjoy these things while they can. No. Yes, that's very true. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. We have some more customers I need to deal with. He'll he'll wander away. He'll wander away. Mm -hmm. Um, Nora will slide you a flask. Mm -hmm. So I will, I will tip, uh, a generous amount of it into a ginger beer, and then I will slide mm -hmm. that ginger beer over to Potentia. Um, I think Potentia's going to slide it straight back to you. Sorry. She's, that's not what she, that's not what she's here for. Tonight, she's not. Yeah. You guys go 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 for it. You haven't said a word, Potentia, since we since we left the library. No. Oh, just uh, just just uh, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. You're clearly not. <laughs> yeah, Nora, Nora like turns in the seat to look at you, um, and is giving you this. Like once over, and looks at Harold. Uh, yeah, she's clearly not okay, but maybe she's just. I mean, that was a rough fight. 
She might just be thinking about it, Harold. Hmm. Tell me, how, uh, how often do you summon that friend of yours? What do you mean? You know what I mean. No, I, I, I mean, what do you mean by summon? Well, I, I don't know much about, uh, you know, wizardry, because I, I sort of do things a little differently, and, uh, Honestly, I, I haven't really put much thought into where those little friends that I summon come from. They, I sort of see them as a gift, I suppose, which, now I think about it, is probably a little short-sighted, but, you know, for, for you more uh, uh, bookish folk. Uh, Nora, like, looks at Potentia when being called mm. bookish. Well, you know, I it's... Uh, from what I understand, uh, it takes a little while, doesn't it, to uh, to bring forth uh, those companions? Yes, I mean it's it's kind of the center of my research, Harold. Um, but in answer, I think to your question, she's normally at home when she's not when you don't see her, or she's you know in the pocket dimension into which she disappears if if that's preferable. Um, yeah. And she sort of spaces out, looking off into a distance. Like people do when they get lost in thought. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, tomorrow, uh, I seem to remember early on in semester, there was uh, a lovely lady who... Um, Seem to have all sorts of fine materials. I'm sure we could head over there and, you know, find some, find a quiet space. She sort of nods. Yeah, she just, she just sort of like nods and starts sort of not, not eating, but playing with the, uh, piece of whatever pastry she's pulled from the centre pile. Mm -hmm. And Potentia, if you need any help, uh, I, I'm sure you are quite competent with with summoning your familiar, but if you need any assistance, I know a thing or two. Sam, um, thank you. It's It's just not something I've this particular feeling is not something I have dealt with ever. So just trying to get my head around it all, really. Uh, uh, I, I see you've never, and she kind of lowers her voice, you've never had a familiar be destroyed or, or, or pass away. I'm, I'm actually not sure what the correct term would be. Not, not like this. Ah. Not without uh, intent. Okay. Of course, yes. Dismissing a familiar is, is different. It's... She looks at Harold. It's a pain that's hard to describe. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm probably not the best company. Well, we all have rough days, apparently. More than most recently. Um... 
I always find that pastries make things at least a little better, though. <laughs> I really do recommend the cherries. We have an excellent climate down here uh, for cherry growing that I, I think... Uh, uh, if, if I remember correctly, Imperium is a little closer to the equator, and uh, they don't quite grow as well up there. Um, yeah, e- equatorial climates certainly do have different, um, well, food, fruits, etc. Um, yes, we don't see many of those down here. I don't. They don't travel very well, unfortunately. And you know, it's funny. Uh, all all of this talk of. Uh, you know, snake gates or whatever that fellow was talking about. Uh, you know, maybe th- maybe you could start a business with, you know, you could kind of revolutionize trade, couldn't you, as long as the cost wasn't too high. Imagine what people would be willing to pay for, you know, some uh, exotic food or, you know, trinkets and such that, you know, because ships are so slow, of course, compared to <laughs> merely teleporting. Sounds like you have a business model in mind. Well, not me, but, you know, someone like my father, I'm sure, would be all over it. Uh, the bell on the door rings, which you've noticed many people come in, but this person you would recognize among the, the, the throngs of other people as Thomas, the newspaper guy. And when he walks in, Nora, like, puts her finger to her lip, shh, it's that newspaper guy such a gossip oh is that why we're whispering okay i mean i i assumed half of what he printed is made up i I don't see how one person could possibly produce an entire newspaper every week or whatever that's i think it's fortnightly or monthly but yeah he's i think he has people that work for him or with him but he honestly i can't stand him Yes, well, uh, potentially didn't make an especially great impression on him either. (laughs) Uh, You got a glare. It looks as though Thomas has seen the three of you. um, And he's kind of sizing up your group. uh, Doing one of those like half step forward, half step back, like rocking on his heel. I rolled a natural 20 insight. Uh, that could, that could, oh, by the way, that's 27. Uh, Jeez. Um, Harold is very wise. Um, actually, after all this, I'll just uh, look over. Thomas, what are you doing here? Uh, at that, he, he walks over. Um, hi, uh, Harold. Yes. I, yeah, we, we met at Open Day. We sure did. I I can't apologize enough for that. I I, I assure you, we're we're usually a little less uh, direct. Well, I mean, you you did say that you were going to come back if you found out any information about the thieves guild, and then oh, I heard that some things happened with the thieves guild. Oh, but- Thomas, you know, I'm so sorry. I got actually we we got caught up in their little scheme and. Uh, I did forget about it. They're, you know, they're a very interesting bunch. The, the uh, well, uh, I mean, the Thieves Guild. I can't talk too much about because I don't really know anything about them. But the the Rogue Society here are uh, oh, there are some interesting characters for sure. Yeah, um, you notice that he is 
positioned himself in such a way that he only has potential on his peripheral. Mm-hmm. Like he is specifically trying not to look at potential. How how are you doing, Nora? Um, you know, still holding together that that society of yours. And she like crosses her arms and and looks at him with some indignation. Yes, everything is fine. No, no trouble here at all. Uh, Thomas takes this as invitation. <laughs> um, Harold, did you know that Nora took over the the mysterious Enigma Society after the former executive committee disappeared under mysterious circumstances? You don't say. Who was this uh, previous executive committee member? I honestly. You know, I guess the name implies a lot. I had no idea who that was either, to be fair. Well, there were a mysterious group that mostly kept to themselves. Uh, and then I think Nora, were you treasurer or a secretary or something? I was the junior secretary. I was in, I was going to be taking over once the year rolled around and election, well, once, assuming I was elected into the position. Yes, and then they all disappeared. So that's something. How strange. So, you, Nora, you genuinely have no idea what happened. She crosses her arms even tighter mm-hmm. and, like, closes her shoulders up. I have been investigating that mystery, um, but... I have been a little busy with trying to keep the society afloat. Um, Fair enough. There are there are membership requirements. Yes. To keep a society running, otherwise the university closes the society. Yes, actually, I don't know if you uh, know that uh, Vrin fellow, but uh, I've kind of become friends with him actually. But yeah, he sometimes has issues with the the card game society, as you can imagine. Uh, a very niche crowd for that sort of thing. Um, you almost like see Thomas's ears perk up. Really? He's having some trouble with the card game society. Tell me more. And he like flicks out a little mm-hmm. notepad. Well, Thomas, the thing is, you know, uh, the, the idea of uh, card games goes back a long way, of course. But uh, I think the thing is, is that it's a little traditional for he, a lot he of will, folk. He will pull up, he will, he'll grab a chair from a, a table and, and sit down. Mm-hmm. And the, the idea of card games is, is kind of a little traditional for a lot of folk. And I, I think the thing is, is that there's actually some really interesting innovation in the space going on from the, the more artisan types, in fact. And uh, now we have this sort of, rather than this traditional, you know, uh, you know, kings and queens and uh, jesters and that sort of thing. Um, people have started depicting strange beasts and famous adventurers and giving them all sorts of stats and turning that into a game. But, uh, you know, I don't mind admitting it. I'm, I was a bit of a homebody growing up and I loved these kinds of games. But a lot of people see it as a sort of uh, embarrassing thing. And uh, it can be hard, you know, some societies... Uh, can find it hard to gain membership and I actually think yeah, with a little more publicity and goodwill we could uh, you know I think these societies deserve more of a chance but Nora you know 
I know you you like to keep things you know tight over the, uh, over the Enigma Society. Uh, you know, I, I've recently found myself getting into the sort of adventuring life, I suppose you could call it. Um, I actually had occasion to sign up with the guild over at the, the Three Heroes, and um, I mean, I'm not promising anything, I'm hardly a superstar or anything, but I do love a good mystery, and if, if you find yourself needing a hand to find these missing Enigma members, uh, you know, I, I'd love to help. I, I, I'd hate to think these people are, you know, off in the abyss or somewhere. I mean, oh, gods forbid that, you know, something like that. But uh, I'm quite capable and, you know, Meredith seems to have a bit of a sense of adventure and with a little bit of conjoling, uh, you know, potentially can sometimes be pulled in, although it's not her favorite, I've realized. I can't imagine why. Ah. <sighs> I suppose uh, life in Furamastus hasn't turned out quite as you imagined so far, Potentia. Not exactly. You must have seen some action during your... Do you call it a gap decade? It's so weird for a human to say that. It's such a long amount of time for someone like myself. Travels tends to be the thing that people prefer me to say. Ah, I like that. It's very whimsical. Gap, de- like we have like a gap year here in Furamastus, but it tends to actually be for law. Uh, how would I say it? Uh, people a bit more party inclined. Uh, it's less of a voyage of discovery as, as it is a way to burn off a few brain cells before one commits themselves to study or work or whatever. Your opinions are showing, Harold. I mean, I don't begrudge it. It's just not for me. I, uh, I prefer other pursuits myself. Um, I mean, most of my travels were not exactly designed to be action-packed. They were going to places and, uh, you know, there were occasions of, I guess, what you would define as action, but I don't know that they were necessarily, um, as as jam-packed as this first semester appears to have been here. Yes, I suppose you, uh, you never asked for any of this. No. It's hard, you know, it's, perspective is, is interesting, isn't it? Because, uh, I mean, not that I particularly enjoy being on the wrong end of a fireball, but... Harold, Nora's just kicked your shin. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she's giving you that look that you will recognize to be shut up Harold mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thomas is here and he's writing things down well anyway uh, that's all a little grim isn't it uh, have you tried the cherry pastries Thomas Harold has no chill uh, I was actually um, oh, sorry yeah I, I was actually here to collect some dessert on the way home um, if you ever want to tell me more about that fireball or the drama happening in the card game society, um, let me know. I've got a little office on campus uh, for the student newspaper. Just just come by and, and have a chat. 
Well, I tell you what, I, I am going to have Vryn send you a raven because he would be delighted to talk about the card game society. You know, he's actually trying to organize this little tournament. There are these wizards who live a little further up the coast and they organize a tournament every year, apparently, uh, to, to, to play this game. Uh, they have this... Uh, what do they call it? It was a, a Grand Prix. Uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, so, yes, I think he would love to talk to you about it. You know, you could you could head up to that tournament. I'm sure there would be all sorts of interesting people there. Um, and who knows, you know, uh, maybe tournament coverage could become your thing, Thomas. Well, I'm already somewhat involved with the Mugby announcing but maybe ah yes how was uh how did you I, you know i must admit i've never been to a mugby match before uh before the one last and uh i've got to say it was it was rather fun uh obviously i kind of got roped into the uh the halftime entertainment uh you know gora asked us to to help out and it was a lot of fun wasn't it hmm Okay. Well, I, mean, I, I that halftime show was particularly different to usual. Uh, entertaining. It looked, at some points, almost too real. Well, that's the thing he, about... He looks at both of that's you. That's the thing about good actors, Thomas, is you can never tell what they're really doing. And, you know, a little minor illusion goes a long way. He can make a sword look a lot more pointy than perhaps it really is, couldn't it? Hello everyone, it's Ben, your friendly Dungeons and Doctorate CM here, reminding you once again to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thanks to everyone who is currently doing that and using the hashtag DNDoctorate when you talk about the show. Really appreciate seeing people talking about the show. We love engaging with you on social media. It's such a blast. Uh, if you aren't already following us on, on those channels, you should jump in as well it's it's great times and uh we we generally are pretty spoiler free uh although we may respond with some cryptic gifts occasionally which will make sense eventually anyway i've got a personal message to be read out on this show uh this one is going to be read out by gore so i'm going to pass it over to him thank you i have a personal message here to be delivered to jake from Sonia. Jake, surprise! I'm so glad you started listening to this show. Thanks for being a great friend and DM, and we hope you come to visit us again soon. Uh, I think it's a great message, and I personally love delivering those kinds of messages, so keep them coming. You can find the link to our Google form via our link tree and also on our website, dndoctorates.com. Fill it out and let us send messages out to, to the people you care about through uh, one of our cast members or one of our characters. Any excuse to wish someone well while speaking like gore is an excuse that I am going to endorse. Uh, I'm not going to keep you very long. This is a, a different kind of episode. We have a few more of these coming up, kind of very singular character-focused kind of episodes, which I hope you'll like. 
It's a bit different to what we've been doing previously, but I, I really wanted to kind of narrow in on some of these individual character moments that have been kind of building up. The next episode will be coming out next Thursday, the, what is that, the 20th. Uh, so you can look forward to that. Remember that we've got merch. You can check out our merch at merch.dndoctorates.com. Check them out. Take a photo. Send it to us. We love seeing it. Uh, anyway, that's enough from me. Let's get back to the episode right now. This is the first time he's like he's directly like talked to Potentia during this conversation, and how I will notice that he like gulps as he after he does so as harold says what he's just said um potential just going to because as people may or may not remember she's a conjuration wizard she's just mm-hmm. gonna conjure herself like a fork and start like picking at the pastry that's in front of her more to ram home the point about minor illusions than for any other purpose yes that's um of course uh yeah, I should I should get going. And leave you to your your meal. So, um, he stands up, puts the chair back to that the other table. Uh, um, have a good day. You too. Uh, he he he'll wander back over to get back in line for collecting his meal. Nora, like you can see that as he leaves, Nora like untenses her shoulders. That guy just... uh, He rubs me the wrong way. Fair enough. Fair enough. He is rather persistent, I'll give you that. He's very persistent when it comes to a story. But... Did you see how he changed? And she, like, smirks. You see how nervous he got? The end, though. Oh, uh, Nora, you know, you would have... You would have loved this on our on our first day. Uh, Potentia, uh, Meredith, and I we got sort of uh, lumped together by happenstance. I suppose we just happened to be standing near each other. Uh, you know about the the le- legendary scavenger hunt? Yes, every year. Yes. Well, uh, you know, we, we ended up getting paired up for that. That's how we met, actually. And uh, well. Uh, Potentia scared the pants off of poor Thomas. Uh, and now, ever since he's rather nervous around her, I find it quite amusing personally. I just asked him for directions and for a newspaper. I don't see the problem. Well, uh, um, how do I put this? Sometimes, Potentia, uh, you can be a little direct. And uh, Thomas is, unfortunately, you know, a smaller chap, which is fine, of course. But you, you, uh, uh, Potentia is just mildly amused. Nora has added some of that flask liquid (laughs) to her ginger and she is just sipping, enjoying this moment. Potentia is just mildly amused watching Harold scramble for words. Well, you can be a little imposing, that's all. And, of course, once one gets to know you, uh, I know that beneath the exterior of yours is is a gentle soul, but to the uninitiated, uh, 
Oh, I need an initiation, do I? Well, yes, I mean... <laughs> Nora laughs. Look, you know, I, it's... Not, not, not that that potential needs initiation, but that, what, that the hole that Harold's dug himself into. Look, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I'm a big fan of quality over quantity when it comes to my relationships, so I'm sure you're the same. Present company excluded, of course. Nora kind of like, narrows her eyes. I'm sorry, what was that, Harold? Oh, I was talking about myself. Uh, you're lovely, Nora. I'm always happy to run into you. You always have such interesting stories as well, which for me is just... I suppose when Thomas isn't around, maybe... Well, I'm I actually... I've been meaning to have a chat with Potentia. Um, and she looks at Potentia. Uh, about a, a mysterious item that I found in the club storeroom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a some kind of alchemist kit or something. I, I'm not entirely sure, but I thought you might know something. Uh, Harold, maybe maybe you could come and we can investigate it sometime. But um... sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I was looking through the the storage room where the clubs keep all their stuff, which is a maze of a place. It, it seems like it's never been cleaned. And a number of clubs that have long since uh, gone defunct never had their stuff fully sorted or tossed out. And, and I was going through some of the old Enigma Society boxes. And I, I yeah. Just found this unusual alchemist kit, amongst some other some other things. I'm sure we could organise to come and have a have a look at some point. That'd be that'd be helpful. Um, so curious. Bring, bring Meredith along as well. She's seems cheerful. She certainly uh, opens some doors, you know, with her personality for sure. Mm. She's she seems she seems lovely if a little uh I mean this in the nicest way for, for your friend. Thoughtless uh impulsive. There you go. Mm. She's less of a she's less of a riddle and a mystery and more of a an open book. Yes, I'm I'm kind of so curious uh you know about Meredith growing up in Somewhere like Comdwell Grove, it's you know, such a quiet, sleepy place, yet she's so energetic. Bit of a... So not, so not quiet and sleepy? Yes. Maybe she came out of her shell when she went up to the Bardic College. People don't tend to come out of their shells a bit when you give them that kind of freedom. This, this cross, this, uh, what did you sort of call it, Harold? A croissant? is quite good. Yes, I've become really fond of them. Uh, they're quite buttery, though. Uh, I think one has to be careful how many they eat in a week, but... Yes, I, I imagine if I spent my meals here, I would be uh, out of pocket and too big for my own pants. <laughs> so that would be... 
oh, I wonder how uh, this would go. And um, I will, uh, I'll cast Goodberry and just like uh, slice it up and uh, like portion it. <laughs> Which isn't a lot because I don't think Goodberry is very large, but kind of put a slice on each each person's croissant and give it a try. So what does what does it look like when Harold conjures Goodberry? It basically just kind of like imagine uh, something materializing as if from a transporter in Star Trek, like stars, yeah. and then suddenly it, it appears. Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. it just kind of like you know builds itself like that, and. Um, yeah, and then appears, uh, and I'll try it. Oh, no, no, that was a mistake. No need, n no need for you to is try it, it. Is it tart or? There's something about the flavor profiles, you know, they just don't quite mesh. Well, I'm glad you've already put it on ours then. I mean, your taste buds may be different to mine, you know, but. Uh, oh, no, it's not for me. I mean, you know, the good berries are... They're normally quite good by themselves, very nutritious, but, uh... Oh, uh, no, I won't be trying that again. Well, you live and learn. Wasn't there some... I've heard I've heard about some, some wizard on campus who's been making quite a splash for themselves. Uh, something like muffin or... Oh, ah, uh, uh, pudding. No. Parfait, perhaps? Ah. Parfait. Yes, parfait, yes. that was it. Oh, yeah, you know, I um, I tried some of their, their work. They actually, uh, yes, they, they actually conjure the food. They don't actually uh, bake it or anything. Uh, I felt amazing afterwards. I really felt like I could do anything uh it, it was incredible you should uh you should try it i really just like i felt like i had no fear you know sounds like someone i should get to know it also sounds like someone who's going to be in high demand at all of the the parties coming up there's actually there's a party i think this this coming weekend um like a postgraduate meet and greet type thing um i hear the vice chancellor is going to be there who's i mean positive or negative take that as you will we can tell him how much we enjoyed uh, his wine oh you know i don't think we have much of that left now unfortunately well i i'm i'm planning on on going to the the event so maybe i'll see you there i feel like my office mates won't let me not go so i'll probably see you there I don't know, Potentia, you and Haldora could sit in a library somewhere instead. I like Haldora. Don't be mean. I... I... I never said anything mean. I was just saying that everyone has their own scene. And, you know, you and Haldora seem to share a certain proclivity for that scene being where other people aren't. So... Well, it's jolly good that I get to hang out with you then, isn't it, Harold? Uh, Nora's doing that thing where she's kind of looking between people trying to assess what's going on. You know, I, I think I actually, I have some things I need to do back at the library. Um, 
I'll just, I'll leave you two here, and if you see Meredith, yeah, let her know that I'm I'm interested in having the the three of you um, investigate this this alchemy kit. I don't know that much about alchemy, but maybe we'll find something interesting in the the various drawers and compartments. Maybe you could find something in the library in the meantime. Yes, I mean there are definitely parts of the top part of the library that might have some things yeah for uh, sure there's also those uh what did they call themselves uh chemists apparently it's a new division yes well they, they used to be alchemists i think some of them may still consider themselves alchemists um the idea of modernizing hasn't exactly sat well with some of them We've had a number of people deface the the newest uh, chemistry textbooks with all kinds of profane and arcane writings. Well, academics being slow to move on. Who would have thought, hey? Shocker. Anyway, uh, I'll leave you two. Um, looks outside at how, how dark it's getting. Um, have a lovely evening. And, uh, yes, you two don't, uh, don't. If I don't see you beforehand, I'll see you at the party. Yes, I'm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm very keen. Don't uh, don't work too hard, Nora. You know, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid that your soul's going to get bound to that place or something if you're not careful. She she looks at you like you struck a chord, struck a real something deep. I'm just, I'm, I'm doing it for credit at the moment. Um, anyway, yes, have a, a lovely evening. And she'll also head out. Um, potentially, I, I was being serious about uh, heading into town tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how many, I don't know, you may have supplies on hand, but... Um, maybe it would be nice to leave the university under... Uh, you know, more sedate circumstances for a change. Yes, when we're not doing something for the rogues or, you know, climbing a wall or whatever it might be. Or a mountain or tailing a tabaxi. Or your parents' party or fighting ghosts in alleys or... Yes. You know, I, I, I tell you, I, I would love to go to the artisan's corner. Vryn has been, he, he got, he pulled this powerful card from, they call them booster packs. I'm not sure. I guess because you boost your deck or whatever, but he keeps beating me with this irritating combo where he just literally goes on forever and ever and ever. And I need to find some way of combating that and i i know that uh you know the mage's quarter is on the way uh i forget what it is you need i I think it's uh incense from memory uh there's there's a couple of things i i would need yeah that that uh are easier and or harder to come by um i'll have to see what's on hand uh in the lab first before I go off and spend any money I don't need to. Um. Ah, you know, I remember 
Kinlas was saying that the university had organized some compensation for us for uh, that little incident on the mountain. So, oh, um, hopefully, top up the stipend a little. Mm, for sure, that would be. You know, the stipend uh, hasn't increased in over a century. Like, you know, the price of goods has gone up slightly as you know some commodities get rarer but the for some reason the stipend just has not increased at all i'm i'm so lucky i i you know if push comes to shove you know my my father would help out as much as i would uh, you know like to gain a bit of independence but you know someone like meredith she she depends on that stipend i don't even know how she manages to live i Anyway, uh... Well, she works, Harold. That's why she performs. It's why she performed at your father's party. Is to earn money to top up her stipend such that she can afford it. Yes, I'm, I'm starting to think that 50 silver might have been a little cheap, actually. I, I must have a little talk with father about that. And, and, I've just remembered, our little conversation with Garen. Mm-hmm. My father has a few more secrets than I realised. I thought he was so boring... He, uh, well, he doesn't actually, I was going to say he owes me an explanation. You know, he, he actually, he owes me nothing in that regard. Everyone deserves their secrets, but, uh, I'll have to find a, well, I'm not very good at this, but a tactful way of bringing that up, I suppose. Yes, well, I certainly can't help in that regard. I don't particularly think your father likes me very much. Ah, you know, Potentia, uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about that, uh, I'm not sure what happened between you and my father. I'm sure he had words with you. Um, he's, uh, he's, he, he doesn't have a problem with elves. Uh, uh, actually he has quite a few business partnerships with them. I, I think, I think there are a few, uh, crossed wires. Uh, he, I think he was worried that you were one of the, uh, part of one of the, the mob. Uh, they, I think the, they hailed from the Imperium originally. And so you, you have some superficial features, shall we say, that, uh, uh, may tie you with them. And I think he was worried that maybe you were one of the mob lot. He, uh, it's not that you're an elf so much as that maybe you were... It's just that he judged the features that I have and therefore the the people I might spend t- my time with and therefore actually did judge me based on being an elf, even if no, it was not intentionally done that way. Don't get me wrong. He, uh, he's certainly from a, a slightly less open-minded generation that's not an excuse I, I, I'm not excusing it he uh, I'm sure he was very rude and uh, that's, that's putting it lightly I should have a word with I should have a word with him about that too but to be honest Potentia uh, the fact that he hasn't said anything to me probably means he has quite a lot of respect for you I, I assume you made quite a good account of yourself because Believe me, he would let me know if, if he didn't. And, uh, I, 
don't, I don't think you have anything to worry about with him. He, he certainly could do with a little more sensitivity, for sure. P- perhaps he needs to go for some empathy or sympathy training to get the point across. Well, I don't know about that. I don't think you can learn empathy. I think you need to to live it, don't you? But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, I, I, I can only apologize, you know, for his behavior, but I... He tries his best, even though it's, you know, it, it needs to be better, of course, but, um, you know, he has, he has a lot to learn, as I'm sure do I. Uh, I find myself making assumptions sometimes and having to sort of squash them, and hopefully, you know, we can teach the next lot to be better than ourselves, right? That's, that's what Being from a for. place of privilege does not mean that you get to get away with bad behavior, in fact means that you should hold yourself to a higher account and unfortunately your father has not left me with the best of impressions of him based on the way he treated someone he did not know because of a pre-assumption that he has made about them no i i i agree like i say i i make i make no excuses you are not the person who needs to make an excuse for him he needs to change his actions such that these things do not happen again. Yes, I, I agree. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, you know, sometimes you don't always have the relationship you'd like with your parents. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I, I'm the one who can change his mind, unfortunately. I'm sort of seen as the, the black sheep of the family, you know, uh, I've always been into slightly uh, wistful pursuits and uh, can literally turn into a black sheep. Yeah. You know, uh, Archie is sort of the the apple of my father's eye. And I suppose, you know, then perhaps, uh, Harold, that actually makes you the best person to talk to him because you understand his perspective, but you have come to your own and it is different. Yes, and, you know, I'm aware that I'm not always, uh... Tactful? Tactful. No, well... <laughs> it's it's easy to forget when you've had a lot given to you that... You know, you, you, you get things that certain people don't because you haven't had to fight through... You know, like... You know, your interactions with the dwarves, it was, uh... You know, I've never experienced anything like that myself, and I, I really didn't know what to say at the time, and I wish I'd spoken up, but... There's nothing I you can say. I... There's nothing you can say, because they have their they have made up their mind before I duck through the door, and that's... it. That is what it is. And I wish this was the only part of the world where these kinds of interactions take place. It is not. And... You know, I am lucky in that much as you poke fun at my gap decade and how it makes people feel, I have had the luck, perhaps, of having been able to leave Imperium and travel and see other parts of the world in the way that other people are, in a way that others of my generation of elves or even my our generation of people have ever been able to do. 
yeah, something tells me uh, our upbringings maybe have some similarities, but... Uh, and yet differences. Yes, of course. But the point of all of this is, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to detaching myself from needing to rely on my father, um, I think we're due for a, a small windfall from the university, and... I'm not going to push it too much, but, you know, I, I'd like to earn my money. And uh, for me, I think that might be through adventuring. I, I'm i not going to keep asking you potential. I know you didn't come here for that. And maybe I'll find someone else, you know, who's keen to leave the city walls or, you know, uh, find their way into the sewer occasionally. Um, Harold, as has been previously established, I have no problem leaving the city or dropping down into sewers where I can see and others cannot. However, the idea of joining an adventurer's guild is not something that is on my radar. That's not why I'm here, as you have already realized. And much as much as that is something that you and Meredith want, I will happily come along with you and help in ways that I can, but I am not... I am not likely to become a member of a guild anytime soon. Well, like I said, I, I won't press on it. You know, you can you can join us if you like, and if you if you don't, that's okay. Um, not everybody wants to be, you know, pulled away from their studies as frequently as I suppose I find myself wanting to. I'm not sure what that means for my continuing education, but it is somewhat uh, interesting that you have chosen the a path of a scholar, whilst preferring perhaps the part the path of an adventurer i suppose uh i suppose what i want is that if i do become an adventurer i i want to have the skills to learn as much as i can from those experiences and i i'm hoping that doing this will will help me in that regard. And also, you know, I, I've been left all these mysteries from Faustus and it seems the stars have the answers for me. And uh, I'm getting a chance to really look at that in detail and not many can say that they have that chance. So I'm incredibly lucky, but I think these uh, pastries are getting cold potential. Uh, I'm also, once again, finding myself in need of rest. Ah, yes. Well, how about we package up what's left, or see if we can. I'm sure Meredith would happily delight on some of these when we next run into her. I really should take a lead from you and try and uh, figure out how to uh, produce a bit of uh, heat. I'm very good at squashing a fire. I'm less good at creating one, it seems. Uh, although I can, I can actually. <laughs> Sorry, given how mad you got at the fact that I was going to use fireball like an hour or two ago in this day. <laughs> yes, huh? I can do uh, really small things, uh, and I'll, I'll take the candle and sort of uh, spin like a few white sparks, and then the candle lights. Ah, uh, that's about as much as I can muster at the moment and I'll wave my hand over it and it'll snuff again. Um, I suppose one can't be good at everything, can they? 
That would be inherently boring. Um, and she's just going to conjure up a little bag that they can put the, the pastries in. Because she doesn't have to ask for one. Yep. Yep, that works. So just like a little, um, not like a Ziploc bag, but imagine that, but the, the brown paper version. So it's sealable at one end. Mm-hmm. Like neatly sealable. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Is this going to disappear in an hour? That'll be long enough to get it to somewhere where I can put it in something more long-term. Right. Consider it temporary storage. Yes. Given that we are in a world with magic, it would make sense that some people who are wealthy would have, like, ice boxes Mm. that Mm. maybe aren't... Like, like like a magically cooled in some capacity. They're like enchanted. Yeah. 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 Or like they've enchanted something to be cold, and that cold thing is placed in an insulated box. Yeah, that definitely exists in the D and D. Even if it doesn't, who cares? We're homebrewing that. That exists. Now. I mean, <laughs> otherwise you just. I think. I think like create water lets you create ice. So there's probably some somewhere in the in the city. Sorry, are you just, implying like, that you put pastries in a refrigerator, dude, to prevent them from going stale? Oh no, dude, maybe. big mistake. That makes them worse. You don't put anything in the fridge. You put it in the mm. freezer. They go soggy. It's real you bad. You don't. You don't fridge okay. any. And also, if they don't go, if okay. if they don't go soggy, they go stale faster. Bread goes stale faster in the fridge than it does in the freezer or on the, in the cupboard. Anyway, <laughs> science. Um. Beyond pastries, I'm sure there are enchanted like meat lockers or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meat locker. Yes. Gross. Uh, like a um, ice boxes. Like the 1950s ice box, just mm. a big metal box that they put used to stick blocks of ice in, and they have the ice guy come around mm-hmm. and deliver ice to homes. Or the old like hessian wet hessian sack covered box. Yeah, there is probably there is definitely someone in town, like an ice works in town that produces probably ice. at the opposite end to the dwarven district for mm. temperature. Reasons. Probably near the docks, I would yeah. say. Or for some insane reason. The- person that makes ice is in is on one end of a desert and the city inexplicably is on the other end of that desert there's a very niche reference i don't think that's that niche but okay. i'm leaving this in by the way if we edit this that sure i'm editing that you one, know so, who yeah. you are right. <laughs> yeah well harold now that we're all packed up perhaps it is time for you to go and get some rest I do envy you sometimes. Imagine what you could achieve if you only had to spend four hours meditating. Mm. She doesn't have to imagine it. <laughs> Harold is imagining it. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, there are problems with that too. For what does one do whilst everyone else is asleep? 